Hey everyone, Mike here from the Pub Trivia Experience with a quick preamble to this episode. As you may know, I'm part of a music project about the highs and lows and terrible dad jokes of fatherhood that was formerly called the Dad Bods. Back in the late summer, we released our debut EP, Sanity is Waning. You may have heard our ad airing across the PTE network. We also recorded an episode of trivia with all the members of the band to promote our project and the album. Unfortunately, before that episode was set to air, we received a very nice note from another band informing us that they hold the trademark to the Dad Bods as a band name. Oops! So, we had to pull the album, and we had to shelve this episode while we rebranded. The good news is we are back, and now this episode gets to see the light of day. Our new band name is the Dadacorns, which we think captures the spirit of the band just as well. Throughout this episode, you will hear an exceedingly obvious edit every time we mention the old band name, replacing it with the new one. There may also be one or two jokes related to the old name that fall flat now. But either way, this is a fun episode, and we are excited to bring it to you. I want to thank all my fellow members of the PTE Network for giving the band this platform to share our music. If you're a Patreon subscriber, also be on the lookout for a bonus episode where we discuss the band and the process of making of the album, which should be coming out soon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are here tonight to celebrate something that I am a really big fan of. The Dadic Orns. Woo! Lowering the beauty standards one roll at a time. <laughs> Heck yeah. We have got, I am so excited for this y'all, we have got the three main uh artists responsible for the dad bods ep that's out there we're gonna go we're gonna play a little head to head to head hot seat trivia let's start in huntsville alabama you know him some of you love him some of them some of you bribed me to get him off the podcast but i said no not for less than five dollars mike mott my friend how you doing what are you drinking (laughs) chris i'm doing great and i'm amazed they couldn't come up with five dollars for that i mean they would i would assume that would be like no problem at all getting that amount of money to get me off this podcast, but you'll never get rid of me. I'm doing great. I'm here with uh, some of my favorite people about to play some trivia, talk a little music. Uh, as you mentioned, we're really excited about our uh, project and the fact that I guess we're able to be called artists now. That's strange, um, but kind of cool. Uh, for the occasion, I brought uh, a beer that I just recently got in my fridge. I saw this and I was like, you know what I haven't had in a while is a Saison. So I picked this up. It's from Pipeworks Ooh. Brewing. I've had them uh, various beers from them on the podcast many times before. This just happens to be the first Saison. And uh, it is called Cosmic Lowlands. It is the Saison for Saisons. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I do love me a good Saison. I don't know. I think I just don't see them often enough to, to buy them. But when I do, I always enjoy them. And that, that one is going to play very nicely tonight. Well, speaking of playing very nicely tonight, heading out to Raleigh, North Carolina, 
the state, the city that ripped my heart out by allowing freaking Stanford, SMU, and ooh, Cal into the ACC, the Atlantic <laughs> Coast Conference. <laughs> I will never forgive you for this, NC State, and I will never let Jeff Woodhead live it down. Jeff, my friend, how you doing and what toilet piss are you drinking? <laughs> I'm a little upset. <laughs> Well, uh, so it's a good thing I'm primarily a Vanderbilt fan. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the SEC at least still makes geographical sense. Uh, unlike those uh, uh, poor bastards from the West Coast, you have to fly out here like 12 times a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, I do feel bad for them. That's, this is ridiculous. Stop the realignment and just make it a minor league already. Uh, right. Anyway, what I'm drinking today, I'm actually I'm taking the thematic route today nice. uh, for our, uh, um, our pod trivia thing. Um, but I picked up this interesting gin at the liquor store. It's uh, End of Days Luna Bloom, uh, the Butterfly Pea Flower Gin. Uh, I don't know that it tastes that much different from normal ass gin, but what it is, is a wonderful bright purple color. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that is pretty. That is very pretty. And so I figured I would pair that with a little bit of the Saint Germain I have, which is a nice yellow color. So, little uh, purple and yellow drink for the Dadic Orns Bod tonight. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. Those of you who've listened to the EP understand the reference. Those of you who haven't, go listen to it and then come back. Exactly. It's track three. <laughs> uh, I, I just. Absolutely love the fact that Jeff Woodhead is such a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. He had an entire drink made at just out of his, what I'm assuming is your favorite Schwarzenegger film movie, End of Days. End of Days is the distillery, and it's in Wilmington. It's a pretty cool distillery, and I am not familiar with the Arnold. Do they have a life-size Arnold? That's all no. I care about. <laughs> well, then screw that place. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> all right. Well, we got a newbie on the show. <laughs> And the brainchild behind, is that fair to say the brainchild behind? The Dadic Orns. To the driving force behind the Dadic Orns. That'd yeah. be me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So, my friend from Seattle, how are you doing, sir, and what are you drinking? I am doing really well. Like everyone else said before, I am super excited to talk about our record, talk about the Dadic Orns. I apologize in advance for the fact that we've produced this and released this album because it's punny. It's silly. It's a ton of fun, though. Go check it out if you haven't yet. Um, I am bringing a bit of maturity since we are fathers. Um, so I actually made me an Irish coffee because, you know, it's the middle of the day. I need to get up and wake up still. But I got a local cold brew coffee, a bit of milk and a Japanese um, hibiki whiskey. Um, so it's a, so good. it's a bit of a blend. It's got a bit of that peatiness, some smokiness, but it's just it's a lovely earthy flavor. And cheers! Now, did you bring that back that. from Japan? No, we actually had it. my father in law who lives in Japan brought it for us, um, and it's it's beautiful. It's nice. a wonderful drink. Cool, yeah. If you look for it, you can find it in the states too. Yep. I don't know if it's the same. It's a stuff. But... It's pretty similar. Um, it's it's. The aged a little bit differently because they have to ship it over here. Whereas if you get it from there, yep. the aging process is a little cleaner, but it's still solid. Well, I mean, they own 85% of the distilleries in Kentucky now. Right. So <laughs> Japan loves their brown water. I guess it's my turn. So ah. this has turned into one of my favorite beers uh, I've gotten in the last year. Uh, this I had bought for a beer exchange at the Trivial Warfare meetup. 
Uh, and then literally nobody took any of it. So I took all six <laughs> home and I have fallen in love with this beer. This is from the Bone Hook Brewery. It is the Island Breeze. It is a coconut and lime lager. It is a perfect Florida summer beer. Nice. So you put the lime and the coconut and you drank it all up. Yes. And that's what I'll be working on tonight. Very nice. It's delightful. Like this is this is a out at the beach, laying in the pool beer. And you just put six of them in a, in a cooler, go drink it, and you're going to have a good time. It's delightful. The coconut and the lime mixture, wonderful. <laughs> uh, that is out of Naples, Florida. So if you are in the Naples area, which there's like 13 of you there, go check it out. It's worth it. <laughs> okay, so we are, we're all in agreement that since NC State stopped the block, Jeff is automatically starting off 15 points behind. Sure. I'll take that I'll advantage. We're, we're gonna, Me too. Don't really give a I shit about what NC State did. I, but I, <laughs> I would recommend you take that advantage because your pregame mm. is tangentially geography. <laughs> so our pregame, we have got 15 questions. Each contestant is going to get five. We're going to go rotate through. We'll start with Mike, go to Jeff, go to Ashok. And here it is. Using 2023 projections. I'm going to give you the name of two countries. You got to tell me which one has a higher population. I will tell you, we're going down the list. We're going to start the highest. We're going to go to the lowest. And I will give you the next two on the list, but I will put them in alphabetical order to the best of my ability. I have been drinking. <laughs> and you were educated in Florida. So, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. I have my very proud Florida State University alumni <laughs> glass <laughs> filled with some high quality H2O. All right, Mike, we're going to start with you. I know you are a definitely a gigantic fan of geography. Oh, absolutely. You are the World Traveler Trivia Champion. <laughs> Against all conceivable odds. Mike, so the one, two, and three, by the way, are India, China, and the United States. Sure. Which country has a higher population, Indonesia or Pakistan? Ooh. For many, many years, Indonesia has been number four, uh, and I don't recall them being surpassed by pakistan so i'm going to say indonesia indonesia is a correct answer jeff you're up next your two countries brazil and nigeria i think nigeria is sixth but i don't know i think nigeria nigeria is sixth. that's correct nicely done point for jeff ashok well shit <laughs> Your two countries are Bangladesh or Russia. Oh, damn it. I know Bangladesh had a recent population explosion, but it's been tempered a bit, and Russia's killing off its people because of the war in Ukraine. So I am going to take a stab and say Bangladesh. Bangladesh is a correct answer. Everyone's one for one. Mike, we're back to you. Is it Ethiopia or Mexico? Oof. Um... And this this is where it starts getting difficult to truly, quote unquote, logic there. Uh, so I'm just going to say Mexico. Mexico is a correct answer. But a two million person difference between the two. Okay. Jeff, we're over to you. Japan or the Philippines? Philippines. Unfortunately, not first incorrect answer. Japan. <laughs> All right. Ashok, the Democratic Republic of the Congo or Egypt? Are we counting mummies as part of the population of Egypt? <laughs> Only if you count the catacombs as part of the population for France. I'm okay with that. 
in that case, I am going to go. I'm I'm going to take a stab at this and say Egypt. By about ten million, actually, Egypt is the correct answer. <laughs> That's a whole lot of mummies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brains. That's zombies. Oh, I don't. I don't know what what do mummies say. They want Anaxuna Moon. That's what mummies want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the only one that loves Brendan Fraser. I I, I got wear. it. I just I would never be I able to pull reference. it out of out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will wear that like a badge of honor. All right, Mike, we're over to you. Vietnam or Iran? See, mm-hmm. I told you I'd been drinking. Didn't put them in order. So Vietnam or Iran is yours. You just put them in reverse alphabetical yeah. order. Yeah. There you go. Well, this is probably an unfair advantage, but I'm going to guess, gonna guess what happened is you just read them off the list and say Vietnam. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. All right, Jeff. Germany or Turkey? Ooh, I know they're close, but I think Turkey is slightly bigger. Turkey is slightly bigger. Nicely done. Just back on the board. Ashok, Thailand or the United Kingdom? Ooh. I mean, the UK lost a whole bunch of its population. All those countries seceded from it. Um, sorry, going back to the older days. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm going to say the Thais, the Thais have, have increased their population compared to the UK. So I'm going to go Thailand. About a four million person difference, but Thailand is correct. Nice to dumb. Nice. It is three to three to two. Ashok and Mike are tied. Question number four for each panelist. Mike, France or Tanzania? Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say France. Oh, no. Unfortunately not. Tanzania, about 2.5 million more people. Okay. We were not counting the catacombs there, by the way. <laughs> Jeff. Italy or South Africa? Uh, well, um, I think South Africa. South Africa is a correct answer. Nicely done. It, it takes a lot to drag people away from there. <laughs> Now's a good time for an ad break. <laughs> uh, Mike, that was a totally terrible joke. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's, it's what would the dad acorns be without dad jokes, right? That's right. Uh, yeah. that, that is what we do. <laughs> All right. A show Kenya or Myanmar? Hmm. Kenya or Myanmar? That's a great question. Not a de- not a vacation destination for either of those countries in my book. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kenya. Kenya, believe he got it right. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Last round for each of you. Mike, Colombia or South Korea? Ooh. I'm going to say Colombia. Uh, by about a, about a, about a billion. Yeah. Billion. <laughs> by about a billion people? That's impressive. Whoa. <laughs> what happened in Colombia? <laughs> Sophia Vergara. I was going to say, have you seen <laughs> Colombian women? There's a reason why our, our the guitarist from our previous band was obsessed with them and is currently married to one. But, but here's the question. Have you seen Colombian men? Mm, fair. Colombian women have choices. <laughs> fair. It's totally fair. Colombia's just an attractive country. It, it, yeah. I've lost track. Who, who are we on now? <laughs> it's, it's me. It's we're me. on Jeff. <laughs> we're Jeff. doing our job then if we're getting Chris off task right. here. Yes, you are. All right, Jeff, you're going to get 
Sudan or Uganda? I know Sudan la- lost half its people like a decade ago, but still pretty big. I don't know. I think I'm just going to guess Uganda. Uganda is a correct answer. Nice. Last question of the pregame. Ashok, we're over to you. Argentina or Spain? No. Didn't Spain win some major sports tournament recently? Because if they did, there's going to be that population explosion, and Argentina did not win it. I'm <laughs> going to go with Spain. Spain's a correct answer, and you just swept the pregame, sir. The man Sweet. who was worried. <laughs> I'm not good at trivia. Let's be fair, though. This was 50-50 odds. I just happened to get lucky on 50-50s. When we get to real questions that require, you know, do you know this information? Mm -mm. What's funny is is in the history of this podcast, I am doing far worse than your average coin would be doing on (laughs) (laughs) 50-50. And on geography one, you got four out of five. True. I'll take that. Well, that means it's time for one thing and one thing only. Another ad! <laughs> Hi, I'm Jay, host of the new podcast Verboten. I'm Brittany, one half of the team behind Frenemy Trivia. And I'm Jeremy, the newest member of the Pub Trivia Experience podcast. And we're coming together today to tell you that this show is sponsored by Critical Grind Board Game Cafe. Critical Grind holds a special place in all three of our hearts. It's a wonderful place to get together with old friends or make some new ones. Whether you're after one of their mini fantastic coffee drinks or one of their signature toasts, Critical Grind's got you covered. With an enormous library of tabletop games available, it's a fantastic place to unwind and celebrate your inner nerd. Critical Grind is a recognized gaming safe space, which means you can truly be yourself there. Critical Grind was recently voted Best in Family Recreation for 2023 in its area. And with their new expansion, there's even more fun to come in the future. So check them out near the intersection of Black Road and Route 59 in Shorewood, Illinois. Or if you're not local, find out more about them anyway at linktree.com slash criticalgrind. Either way, tell Dana and Sean we say hi. Critical Grind Board Game Cafe. Life is short. Play more games. Proud supporters of the PTE Network. And vice versa. All right. We are moving into hot seat round one. We'll start with Mike, go to Jeff, and with Ashok. Then we'll rotate right back around. 15 minutes, a nonstop barrage of endless trivia questions and answers. If we end on an odd number, each panelist will get an opportunity to even that out. Each correct answer is worth one point. Mike, we're starting with you. Your time will begin after I read your first question. Are we ready? Let's go. Well, we'll see how you feel after I go through this. Here we go. Mike, French Independence Day is celebrated each July 14th to commemorate the storming of what fortress? Bastille. The Bastille is correct. Jeff, websites like the WallStreetJournal.com charge for some of their content by keeping it behind a so-called what? Paywall? Paywall is correct. So, what animal appears on a pro-vegetarian PETA sticker that reads, I am not a nugget? A chicken? Chicken is a correct answer. (laughs) Mike, (laughs) what founder of the Rock Nation Entertainment Company once famously said the following, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. The what? Uh... What founder of the Rock ROC Nation Entertainment Company once famously said the following, I'm not a businessman. 
I'm a businessman. I, I, I don't know what this is. Vince McMahon. Uh, no, that'd be Jay-Z. Uh, oh, okay. Interestingly, Jay-Z, in fact, is a nugget. <laughs> Jeff, we're over to you. <laughs> Approximately how many miles per hour is the Earth orbiting the sun? 670, 6,700, or 67,000? <laughs> uh, hang on. Uh, Put the protractor away, sir. I'm trying to think here. Uh, the years. Were... That's a TI-83 plus right there. What's really funny is I actually did this math with my daughter just the other day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I just I I don't have that much of a. OK, let's see here. Ninety three million miles radius. That means the circumference. <laughs> Jeez. You ask an engineer a math question, dude. What do you expect? A 600-ish million miles around uh, over 365 days. If he's like me in calculating the circumference of the Earth's orbit, that's how I calculated it. (laughs) And and if I weren't... uh, Okay, let's see. I'm I'm, I'm too drunk for this. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) go (laughs) 67,000. What was your answer, Jeff? 67,000. I don't know. 67,000 is a correct answer. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did that math with Abby the other day. There's many zeros there, so yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to bother with it. I literally did that math for Abby the other day because she was trying to talk about how slowly the Earth moved, and I said, well, actually. <laughs> and just like that, hot seat round one is right. over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> stroke, we're over to you. A nod to a famous horse race. What U.S. state uses the slogan unbridled spirit to market itself to visitors? Kentucky. Kentucky is a correct answer. The spirit, of course, being bourbon. Yes. <laughs> Mike, what is the color of an octopus's blood? Is it black, blue, or clear? I'm going to say blue. It is blue. Correct. Jeff, popular in the U.S., the hip-hop infused music known as reggaeton originated in the Americas. Name either the country credited with originating it or the island credited to bring it to prominence. The island in question would be Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is correct. The uh, originating country was Panama. Hmm. Oh, I would have thought Jamaica. Yeah. You're making me crazy. Mike, we're over to you. Now we're d- Wait, t- did I get show. skipped again? Well, he made a bad joke, nah. and so I skipped him. <laughs> there. Joke, what famous waterway connecting the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans was opened in 1914? The Panama Canal. Panama Canal is correct. Mike, in 1986. I'm going to blind guess Panama. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Panama. <laughs> In 1986, who became the youngest heavyweight boxing champion in the history of the sport? Was that Tyson? That was Mike Tyson. Jeff. Actually, Jack Panama. (laughs) (laughs) Birth name. Little known fact. Jeff. If a pitcher unfairly deceives the batter and an umpire awards all runners a base, what is that called? Balk. Okay. I didn't need the chicken impersonation, but that's correct. (laughs) Ashok, slow and steady wins the race is supposedly one of what ancient Greek storytellers' morals? Aesop. Aesop is a correct answer. Mike, whose presidency negotiated the Alaska Purchase? The Alaska. 
whose presidency was that? Was that? I actually, I can't believe I can't remember this. Wasn't it like Johnson or somebody like that? Andrew Johnson's a correct answer. Yeah. I was going to be, I was going to be, if you need me more specific, I think it was Andrew Johnson. It was a it was Seward Folly. That's why I was Fowles. thinking it was Seward's yeah, Folly, but it wasn't under yeah. Lincoln. So I figured it, was it had left to be over from Lincoln. So yeah. All yeah. right. Jeff, we're over to you. What fiery female comedy legend was responsible for saving Star Trek? Oh, um, Lucille Ball. Nope. Lucille Ball is yep. correct. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Ashoke Angel Falls, the tallest waterfall in the world, is located in what South American country? Zimbabwe? Oh, no. It's South American. It's in Venezuela. Oh, I, I was thinking of uh, Victoria Falls in South America. Yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> Mike, we're over to you. In 2022, Louise Brown, the world's first test tube, test tube baby, turned what age? And I'll let you get that within four years either way. Um, 25. Unfortunately, 44. Oh my gosh, that di- I didn't realize they were doing that that far back. Okay. All right, Jeff, in what city is the NFL Football Hall of Fame or the NFL Hall of Fame? Canton, Ohio, I believe. Canton, Ohio is correct. Ashok, name two of the three horse races that make up the Triple Crown. The Kentucky Derby and the Belmont Stakes. Those are both correct. The third one would be the Preakness Stakes. Mike. What U.S. president was awarded the Purple Heart for being wounded in combat in 1943? Is that Kennedy? That was Kennedy. Nicely done. Jeff, rabbit ears are a device once commonly used to help improve what? Uh, Television reception. Television reception is a correct answer. Ashok, moving over to you. What car manufacturer had the highest revenue generated in 2020? This is worldwide. Okay. It's either going to be, I'm thinking it's probably either Toyota or it's Tata. I'm going to go Toyota. Unfortunately not. It's actually Volkswagen. Oh, really? It was. Volkswagen. Mike, what is the name of the cell phone ringtone that is popular with teens as its high frequency makes it inaudible to, to adults? That's a thing? It was a thing. This is an older question. We didn't hear about it. I don't know the brown noise. Unfortunately, it's called the mosquito. Okay. Got bit by that one. Indeed. That one. That question sucked. All right. About six minutes left in hot seat round one. Jeff, we're over to you. Which African country is home to the Gombe National Park? G-O-M-B-E. That's where Jane Goodall did her did her revolutionary study on chimpanzees. Well, I'm tempted to say Paraguay just to get back at a choke for placing Zimbabwe in South America. <laughs> I misheard uh, the question. That was my fault. <laughs> but I believe Gombe is actually in Tanzania. It is in Tanzania. That's correct. <laughs> Which is a higher population guess. than France. <laughs> Only because we didn't count the catacombs. <laughs> Ashok, we are over to you. How many sunflowers were there in Van Gogh's third version of the painting, Sunflowers? I'll give it to you within three either way. Seven. Uh, Close. (sighs) Twelve. Mike, we are over to you. 
What is the common name of the anti-fascist protection wall that existed in Europe from 61 to 1989? Looking for the Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall is correct. Jeff, we're going to you. Though there has been talk of him being replaced, what U.S. president is currently on the $20 bill? Andrew, nicknamed Motherfucker Jackson. (laughs) Andrew Jackson is a correct answer. Ashok. Who is the corporate giant that invented the first portable cassette tape listening device? Oh, dear Lord. Was that Sony? That was Sony Walkman. Nicely done. I owned one of those. (laughs) I owned a couple of them. We all did. (laughs) We broke a few of them, too. Yep. That, too. It just it kept rallying around the backpack. Mike, we're over to you. A standard yardstick is approximately how many centimeters long? Uh man, you're gonna make me do this. All right, let's see. A yard, so I mean a yard and a meter are roughly the same thing. But uh let me do you got within five either way, just so you know. <laughs> uh in that case, I'm gonna say a hundred. Uh no, ninety-one. <laughs> you should have let me do math, damn it. I didn't I wasn't I gave Jeff thirty-seven minutes earlier to get one answer. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> He had to actually circumnavigate the globe ones to figure it out, so we knew exactly how much the world yeah. was going. He had his socks off. He was counting on his toes. It was weird. Jeff, we're over to you. Popular with racers, what? Sorry, what place covers about 100 square miles in Utah, and in some places the salt is six feet thick? Uh, is the Bonneville Salt Flats? That is the Bonneville Salt Flats. This is uh, where it uh, comes in handy to have family from Salt Lake. <laughs> Ashok. Presumably named after the love of his life, the Olive is a boat belonging to what character? Popeye. Popeye is a correct answer. Did you want me to specify Popeye the Sailor Man? <laughs> doot, doot. <laughs> you got to do the Robin Williams accent and everything, though. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not that good. You know who is that good? Mike, over to you. <laughs> what? Which toys packaging once boasted... Throw it indoors. You can't damage lamps or break windows. You can't hurt babies or old people. Uh, Do you want that again? I don't think I need it again, but I just don't know. Um, the uh, the Koosh ball? I don't know. Oh, you're so close. The Nerf ball. Oh, I almost the said Nerf, ball. and I, I changed it. Okay. Yeah, nerf that one. Jeff, we're going to you. In what year was Netflix founded? 1997, 2001, 2007, or 2009? It's either 97 or 01, I believe. Uh, and I don't remember it existing in college because I feel like we would have, or like in freshman year in college at least. So I think it's 2001. Unfortunately, not 1997. Uh I think it was a very, very uh, slower startup than most uh, tech so, companies yeah. see now. Yeah. Ashok, we're over to you. What is the name of the traditional Korean side dish consisting of salted and fermented vegetables? Kimchi. Kimchi is a correct answer. A minute and a half left. Mike, we're going to you. Site of the French Open, the tennis courts of Roland Garros feature clay surfaces of what color? Um, I was really hoping you were going to say clay because I was like, I knew clay. Um, red. Red is a correct answer. Jeff. Oh, man, we're going to make this make me say these words. 
<laughs> Which of the following sauces is not traditionally vegan? Hoisin, Worcestershire, mustard, or wasabi? Pretty sure hoisin has some sort of like fishy thing in it. So I'm going to go with hoisin. Uh, Worcestershire is actually what it's I have here. It's Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire? Mm-hmm. What does Worcestershire yep. have? It has some kind of fish something in it. I did, really? Yeah, it, it I, a, I thought it, the same about hoisin. Is it hoisin, fishy so. sauce too? Yeah, I thought the same hoisin, hoisin itself too. doesn't have fish sauce in it. Oh, yeah? Okay. It's often combined with things in, with fish sauce to right, give yeah, it a yeah, pungent I, I flavor. But hoisin itself does not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ashok, we're going to you. Who was fatally wounded in 1968 in Memphis on the balcony of the Lorraine Motel? Would that be Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King Jr. is a correct answer. Sweet. And you got that answer in before the round ended, so each one of you will get one final question for round one. Mike, during what lunar phase is the moon least visible from the Earth? Um... I mean, are they looking for new moon? New moon is a correct answer. <laughs> I knew you were a Twilight fan. <laughs> Speaking of Twilight, Jeff, we're going to you. What 2004 smash hit teen comedy movie opened as a musical on Broadway in the spring of 2018? Mean Girls? Mean Girls is a correct answer. <laughs> yeah, I would not have known that one. Well, let's see if you know this movie's question, Ashok. What was the first Disney animated film based on the life of a real person? Disney animated movie, you said, correct? Animated movie. Disney animated film. Pocahontas? Pocahontas is a correct answer. Oh, nice job. Yes. Dang. It's the only one I knew that was based <laughs> off of a person. I was going to say, I don't know yeah. if I would have gotten there. I had to run through all the oldest in my head really quick, and I was like, none of those were based on real people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, coming out of hot seat round one, our scores are as follows. Mike has 12, Jeff has 15, and the Mr. I'm not good at trivia show has 16 points. (laughs) Your halftime round is presented by my little brother, Jeffrey. Oh, God, help us all. me all the way back in 2020. So I don't believe these are dated, but they might be a little dated. Unlike me in high school, we're going to go through these. Standard lock-in rules apply. So in other words, you'll get the question. You'll get to lock in your answer. There are four questions. Each answer is worth five points. In this round, every question will have two parts. The first will be a clue to a word, and the second will be a clue to what the word sounds like. For example, the clue, the 33rd president of the United States sounds like a factual male, would be what? Sounds like a factual oh, Ford. Okay, Truman. Oh, Truman. Oh, okay. Truman. 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 <laughs> gotcha. So you will have time to. T- you're going to have time to think about it on your own. We're going to go through four of these. Okay, gentlemen, are we ready? Well, gentlemen and Jeff, are we ready? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's All right. It. Here we go. The least favorite member of every fruit basket. Sounds like a list of chores your spice your spouse might write for you. Locked in. Oh, locked in. <laughs> Took me way too long on that one. Ashok, do you want that again? Yes, please. All right. The least favorite member of every fruit basket sounds like a list of chores that your spouse might write for you. 
I'm going to lock in an answer, but I don't know if I got it right. Uh, we're going to find out here. Ashok, what'd you go with? I went with pineapple because I couldn't think of anything else. Mike? Yeah, it took me a minute, uh, probably because I actually really like this fruit, so I disagree with Jeffrey here. Uh, but I locked in with honeydew melon. Jeff? Uh, yeah, who who is saying that a honeydew is the worst part of a fruit basket? Seriously, dude, that's just an absolute lie. That's inaccurate. Like that is a slander on the name of honeydew. Honeydew Let's be fair, is an excellent. The fruit basket fruit. is the worst part of a fruit basket. <laughs> it's tastier than you might think, though. Especially a star fruit. Uh, no, honeydew is obviously a correct answer. Question number two. The cylindrical container found in a lab that usually comes with a small lip to make pouring easier sounds like a buzzing insect and a mutt. Locked in and screw you. I, it's, I mean, he's happily taken, but I'll let him know the offers out there. <laughs> Locked in. I'll lock into. I've got nothing here. Um, a cylindrical. I'm like, I'm like a test tube. I don't know. Um, like a, a a buzzing insect and a mutt, uh, fly dog. Um, I mean, you're going up against a doctor and a chemical. The voice from beyond has clued Mike into giving up. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll say fly dog. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Jeff, what'd you go with? You know, I I had this off the first one. I knew that there's a that what you were describing was a beaker. And then you gave the sounds like clue when I was like, absolutely, what the fuck now? Oh, a beaker. Oh, my a God. A beaker. I, I no. literally had beaker in my head okay. until he did the sounds now like, I and then I threw it, it out. <laughs> that sucks. So so you yes. I originally was thinking Erlenmeyer flask, but I couldn't yeah, figure out how right. the second half actually worked. And then I wait, no, beaker. Of course, my immediate thought is me, 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 me. Right. Beaker. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally thought Beaker, and then when he gave the second part, I was like, oh, clearly that's wrong, and I didn't think it through. And now I understand Jeff's fuck you a little better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Beaker is a correct answer. (laughs) Question number three. We're going to throw one a little bit more into Mike's wheelhouse here. We're going to go with uh, this one. The Maroon 5 song containing the lyrics, I can smell your scent for miles, sounds like a certain orphan and where one might shop for gifts. Uh, locked in. It's a begrudging lock in there, Jeff. Yeah, because I can't come up with any better ideas. And I'm just what was, going to. What was the second part of that? It was a, a orphan and what? Where one might shop I'll for gifts? I'll repeat gift? the question in its, in its entirety. The Maroon 5 song containing the lyrics, I can smell your scent for miles, sounds like a certain orphan and where one might shop for gifts. Locked in. I'm like going through all the Maroon 5 songs that I can think of, and none of them are fitting this particular. (laughs) Neither one of those songs? I mean, yeah, I'm not not like a, there's a lot of Maroon 5 songs I'm sure that I cannot name that that were that other people would know. Um, Gain some respect for Mike. How about that? What's that? I just gained some respect for you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I have nothing. Um, uh, so I, I will say Annie toy store. Maybe that's a Maroon five song. I don't know. 
<laughs> All right, Jeff, what'd you say? So, uh, I, I, I think I feel like I went with the, uh, the second one on this one. I went with Annie and mall. I was like, Annie animal. And I'm like, Oh, that's a Maroon five song, but I'm going to, so I'm going to say animal. I'm going to lock in with it. And I'm going to wonder for the rest of that, if this is correct, why he didn't go with the neon trees song or the Def Leppard song or the Pearl jam song. Or right. any of the yeah, other better bands that have a song called movie. Animal. <laughs> That's yeah. <fair. laughs> That's a pretty awful quote. I mean, the Neon Trees one at least has Take a Bite of My Heart Tonight. That's a pretty uh, <laughs> bizarre and interesting one, at least. I really feel like it's that should have been Fine song. Young Cannibal who wrote that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashok, what did you have? I went with Animals, not because I knew it was a song, but because I figured out from the clue of Little Orphan Annie, Annie and Malls. And Mall. yeah. <laughs> I assume they had a song called Animals. I, I don't buy gifts at Malls. I think that's why I didn't. <laughs> I don't go to Malls. Animal is the correct answer. Your final question. The salad featuring apples, celery, walnuts, and grapes sounds like a Pink Floyd album and a friend of Snow White. <laughs> Locked in. God damn it, I'm locked in. You got there, yep. <laughs> I'm locking it in. All right, Ashok, what'd you say? The Waldorf. Jeff. Yeah, Waldorf. <laughs> Mike? Well, I technically said the Waldorf, but... <laughs> and that's why you're wrong. <laughs> I did say the Waldorf, yeah. I believe Waldorf. I said... Uh, actually, my, I'm going to kind of change my guess to Dark Side of the Moon Sneezy. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a that sounds like the name of a daughter of Frank Zappa. <laughs> and with that, Waldorf is correct. Our scores coming out of our halftime round. Mike's got twenty-two. Ashok's got thirty-one. Jeff swept the halftime, has thirty-five points. Yeah. You bastard. <laughs> All right. I am gonna slide over here and grab another beer because y'all are drunk. Raining me. <laughs> <laughs> should should we work Ben into this? Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. We should at least introduce him. Say that he enjoyed that he joined us at the halftime. The random voice from outside that yeah. Chris was mentioning. That's right. <laughs> the voice yeah. from beyond the podcast. So, hi, I'm Ben. Well, Ben, my friend, it's good to see you again. It's been a while. I haven't seen you since the wedding. I don't think the infamous wedding that I had to drag my drunk wife out of. <laughs> that would be my wedding, I'm wedding. Yeah, the one where we played the Reigns of Castamere and as, <laughs> yes. as a Stark, I performed my role of dying yeah, immediately. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Scared the shit out of Leah, too. She started looking at She was looking at the doors to see what was going on. I still don't think she appreciated that joke, but that's fine. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> All right. Ben, welcome. You are going to be sitting here being the pervert in the corner now, I'm assuming. Is that fair? Or maybe I'll throw out random questions, you know, thoughts, comments, or random answers in my head. Yeah. Here we go. We are on hot seat round two. We're starting back with Mike. Again, 15 minutes, a nonstop barrage of trivia questions and answers. Your time will begin after I read your first question. Let's go. Mike. A flamboyant is a group of what animal? Uh, flamingos. Flamingos is correct. Jeff, can you name the sculptor who created Family Group in 1950, the artist's first large scale, com- large scale commission after World War II? 
Calder? Uh, no, Henry Moore. Jeff, since, show. since it was phrased as can you name, I'm pretty sure no would have gotten you credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, that yeah, would have been no my answer. answer. No. Answer there, isn't it? <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Ashok, over to you. In the U.S., a car's zero to 60 time is a measure of the car's ability to do what? Accelerate. Accelerate is a correct answer. And a good REM album. Mike, according to the Constitution of the United States, the U.S. vice president serves in what wing? In what wing? Not wing. In what? Sorry. The executive branch. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> that was like, it took me a while. I was like, this wing. And I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, exactly. The executive, executive branch, branch is what they're looking for. I was like, I, I'm trying to get what you're going after there. Are you trying to say president of the Senate or are you trying to say you're part of the executive branch? I was about to say bucket of warm piss, but. Gee, I guess at this point. Yeah. Yeah, for over to you. What Asian country changed its capital in 1868 to its current capital city? Both the pre and post capitals are anagrams for one another. Hang on, you said 1868. Asian country changed its capital in 1868 to its current capital city. Both the pre and post oh. 1868 capitals are anagrams for the other. Which and country is it? The country you're looking for? Okay, I'm assuming it's Kyoto and Tokyo and it's Japan. No Japan wonder Mike was nodding insanely. I was just in both of those cities not that long ago. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Ashok, which African American stand up comic was the oldest cast member to join SNL at the age of 47 when they joined in 2014? I have no idea. It's not Chris Rock. That's all I know. Locking in no guess? I'm going to lock in Chris Rock and be wrong. <laughs> that would be wrong. We're looking for Leslie Jones. I didn't realize Leslie Jones is that old. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mike, we're over to you. Known for its spreadable cheese wedges, the French brand La Vache Quirite has what name in the U.S.? La Vache, V-A-C-H-E, Q-I-R-I-T, R-I-T. Spreadable wedges. Um, Brie? Uh, no, that's the brand name Laughing Cow. Oh, got it. I don't got it. Jeff, Hold over on. to you. I got it. First held in 1907, in which sport is the Waterloo Cup contested? I'm going to go with losing to Napoleon. Waterloo. <laughs> or losing as Napoleon. Uh, oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. Uh, rugby. Uh, no, it'd be coursing. The fuck is coursing? Dogs. Like, you, you just made that up. Doing what with dogs, Chris? Coursing with them, obviously. <laughs> Organized by the National Coursing Club. It's a three-day event annually at the Great Altar in Lancashire, England. I still not describe what they do. Of course it's an annual. I have no I interest in having course with dogs. That's on a different show that's got a different it's rating. It's a coursing event of the National Coursing Club. It's still not describing what they do. Hair coursing. Chasing rabbits. Hair coursing. Oh. Oh. Okay. Dog racing. All right. Not racing. Coursing. Yeah. It's Ashok, we're going to you. Cross country okay. dog racing. What is the word which literally translates to shaded in French for one color fading from light to dark? I have no idea. I am going to pass and just give up this one. That'd be ombre. Mike. Oh, that's man in Spanish. 
Why couldn't you give me one of the French? What are you going to do when I just up and leave the recording halfway through? Like, how are you going to handle that? It's Ixnay on the Omri, in fact. It's a good Offspring album. <laughs> no, it's the best Offspring album. Mike, we're going to you. Agreed. Which famous American pop band whose lead singer should avoid Twitter was originally called Kara's Flowers? <laughs> whose lead singer should avoid Twitter? I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think of a lead singer that got got in trouble on Twitter. There have been there have been so, so many. <laughs> Um, and strangely, the only one that I can come up with is John Roderick of the Long Winters, and I'm fairly certain that's not the answer. Their former band was the Short Summers. <laughs> can you? I'm sorry, uh, uh, you want that question again? Nah, I'm not going to make you read it again. Just move on with our lives. I'm so far behind anyway. Um, you said American pop band? Yes. It's, it's like a pop rock band. Okay. Uh, you were looking for the lead singer or the band? Oh, you're looking for the looking band. For the name of the band. Uh, I have I I don't know. Hootie and the Blowfish. No, it'd be the aforementioned Maroon Five. Fuck. Jeff dubbed the angriest man in the world. Viral video star Jack Rebney is better known as what? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Oh, you are such a bad uh, millennial. That's the Winnebago man. What? Who? The Winnebago man. We're not millennials. That made sense. Ashok, over to you. A person can drink red wine by the Red Sea on the coast of Egypt and white wine by the White Sea on the coast of what country? That would require me knowing where the White Sea is. I'm going to go for shits and giggles and say Russia. Russia is a correct answer. Nicely done. shit (laughs) Shit and giggle your way to a correct answer. Mike, we're over to you. In what year was the United Nations established? Uh, 1946? Uh, 45, It was actually. 45. I, I was thinking there might be a little, little delay after the war. Okay. Jeff, may the 4th be with you is the official tagline of the galaxy-wide holiday celebrated the first week of May in honor of what science fiction franchise? I'm going to take a wild guess here and say Star Wars. Star Trek, actually. Star Trek. <laughs> Star Wars is obviously correct. Please, please say you're joking really quickly before a bunch of nerds come after us. Ashok, we're over to you. Which Dickens book begins with the sentence, Marley was dead to begin with? Oh, gosh. It was, oh, I know the name of the damn story. It's the one with freaking Scrooge. A Christmas story? Is that what it's called? <sighs> No, oh, I, the, the one Christmas you'll shoot Carol. your eye out with that answer. Christmas Carol. Oh. <laughs> the one with frickin Scrooge should have been your answer, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's not wrong. It's right. Exactly. I mean, yep, absolutely. No, that part was right. The answer was wrong. Mike, we're over to you. In which play did Larry David make his Broadway debut as both an actor and a playwright? Genuinely did not know this was a thing that happened and feel shame for it. I it's I I don't know. Uh, I'm a, I'll guess that Curb Your Enthusiasm was also a play. No, uh, it was not. That play was called Fish in the Dark. Oh, okay, Jeff. Mike's answer what? was a shot in the dark. <laughs> was the fish named Wanda? I can't, this is like four movie references from Jeff in one night, and I think I'm tapped. Right, unusual. <laughs> Jeff, we're going over to you. What is the common name of the Asian plant in the ginger family that is often used in curry and gives food its orange color? An orange color. 
An orange color? What is the common name of the Asian plant in the ginger family that is often used in curry and gives food in orange color? Turmeric's yellow. I'm, I'm going to guess turmeric and that the uh, person writing the question has no concept of color. Well, I am colorblind. Turmeric's the correct answer. <laughs> okay. Well, so the person writing the question has no concept. Of I actually didn't write that question, but uh, turmeric is the answer that I have. So we're moving right along. Ashok, we're going to you. What archipelago is most famous as the destination of the second voyage of the HMS Beagle? <laughs> Told you I would suck at trivia. <laughs> the Galapagos Islands. Galapagos is great. Well <laughs> done. Also a great, great Vonnegut yes. novel. Underrated. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Mike, which Grammy-nominated New York City New York rapper died in April of two thousand and twenty-one? I have no idea. I'm trying to remember a rapper that died around that time. Twenty twenty-one. I had an infant daughter. I have no idea. Uh, I wasn't paying attention to anything happening in the real world. I, I I'm gonna pass. I have no idea. Can I take a guess at it? Yeah, yeah, sure. It won't count just for fun. Was it Juice World? It was not. I, I wanted to give it to you. But X is going to give it to you, DMX. Oh, shit. Oh. Jeff. I realized that was that recently. Anyway. No. Which former U.S. president is most responsible for the forced expulsion of Native Americans from their tribal <laughs> lands? <laughs> Speaking of motherfuckers. Really? Yeah. Are you going to give me two questions in the yes. same episode with Andrew fucking Jackson as the answer? <laughs> I am, although I do think it should be clear that you know martin van buren did actually was actually president when most of it happened now, yeah jackson gave the order van buren just didn't stop it from being carried out i guess i well, no, van buren was complicit he he wanted it done too sorry mr right. jackson oh, sure, yeah, Ooh, I mean... martin's for real yeah nobody needed that mike <laughs> all right uh, i need a palate cleanser after that a show for going over to you i tried a thing it failed you... shut up in Shakespeare's famous play, Romeo and Juliet, what is the family name of Romeo? Oh, dear Lord. Montague. Montague yeah. is correct. It's like one out of two shot there. Give me yeah, Capulet. I had to think Give of me the other one first. I was like, Capulet? It's not Capulet. Capulet just sounds like yeah. a Julietist name. Mike, what word could mean any of the following things? A depluralized children's book set in Texas, a band featuring Courtney Love, in a segment of a golf course. <laughs> I, 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 I love that my I love that my brain went from what the fuck when you said the depluralized children's book to that's really clever as soon as you got to the yeah, Courtney yeah. Love band, uh whole would be the answer. Whole is a correct answer. I, I just watched the movie Holes the other night. It's it holds up. It, it holds it's actually up. pretty it, good. It is. Alice Scott not support Shia LaBeouf. Jeff, we're going over to you. <laughs> True. All right, and time is about to be up. So you'll each get a phone call. Not each, but uh, Jeff Ashok, you'll each get one more question. Jeff, over to you. To which school did William Faulkner bequeath a majority of his manuscripts and personal papers at the time of his death? feel like I have a one out of two shot here, and I'm going to go with the University of Mississippi. Unfortunately not. What was the other guess? Mississippi State. No, it's actually the University of Virginia. Oh. Oh. Yachna University. Right. Yeah. The uh, yeah, Yachna Patafa County, Virginia. <laughs> right. <laughs> Famous Virginian <laughs> author, that Faulkner. 
Ashoka, going over to you for this one here. All righty. Both Marlon Brando and Russell Crowe were paid handsomely for their roles as what character decades apart? Marlon Brando and Russell Crowe. I'm guessing it's the Gladiator movie, but I can't remember the character's name because he was just the fucking Gladiator. <laughs> I'm going to go with just the damn Gladiator because I can't remember his name. Oh, his name is Marcus Decimus Meridius, I believe. Which is also the wrong answer. No, Max. Maximus. It's yeah, not. It's Maximus. not correct, regardless. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll get it wrong. I'm happily going to get it wrong. Uh, it'd be Jor-El, the yeah. father of Superman. You're okay. not nerdy enough, Ashok. Uh-huh. I haven't watched a Superman movie in probably since like the second Superman came out because I hate Superman. I just can't stand him. Yeah, Superman's by far the worst superhero. Like, it really isn't even close. And I don't like most superheroes. I disagree with that. We're going to have some fun. I got a list of superheroes worse than Superman. I I legitimately want to lock you guys in a room with my wife and have her tell you why you're wrong. (laughs) She loves (laughs) Superman. All I can say is being locked in a room with your wife sounds frightening. (laughs) Your scores after a rough hot seat round two. <laughs> Mike's got 25, Jeff 39, Ashok 35. Here's how your final wager round is going to go. I am going to give you three categories. You're going to get a question from each. You can wager your points in any way, shape, or form that you want, but you cannot wager more than a combined amount of points that you currently have. So you can break those points up on those three categories but you can't wager more than the amount of points you have now. You are wagering on the category alone. I don't play jokes with the category. There's no fun titles or anything like that. They're straightforward categories. We need Brittany for that one, I guess. That's right. All right. Your categories are going to be television, sports, and sex. Well, I already know those are all of us are going to say zero for sex, so. <laughs> Given the, the dadic horns. I mean, I don't think we can say zero. <laughs> yeah, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it once. That's right. Twice in, most, <laughs> twice in all of our cases, cases, actually. Cases. Except for Chris's. Except for all of our cases. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Jay. And Brittany. And Tim. And we're excited to let you know about an exciting new trivia project. We have assembled 48 amazing trivia writers from around the world to contribute to the first ever trivia advent calendar. It's a trivia adventure. Are you proud of yourself, Shaw? Extremely. Every day from December 1st to December 24th, players will unlock a pair of online quizzes on a variety of topics. There will be 10 questions per quiz, each generously contributed by a different writer. Wow, I just did the math in my head, and that's nearly 500 trivia questions across the month of December. That's a lot. And speaking of math, this is a project for charity with 50% of all proceeds directly benefiting World Central Kitchen, Covenant House, and Child's Play. The suggested price for this calendar is $25, but we decided to incorporate a pay-what-you-want model, so give as you're able. And yes, this does make a great gift for the trivia lover in your life. So head on over to coffee.com slash trivia advent to register today. That's ko-fi.com slash trivia advent. Thanks for listening, and 
Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. All right, wagers are locked. We're going to go question by question through this. Your category number one is in television. Here we go. Oh, God, I hate that smile already. Yeah, right. U.S. historical figures as strippers appeared on two different sitcoms post-2000. One was Abraham Lincoln and one was Benjamin Franklin. Both of these episodes featured what actress as a member of the ensemble cast? <laughs> I'm so glad I wagered nothing on this one. I'm sorry, that question just blew my mind. I'm I'm gonna lock in for shits and giggles. <laughs> Who is the most wholesome person you can think of and throw them in there for shit and giggles? I'm, I'm, no I'm going to go ahead and lock in. I'm locking in a random person because I have no idea. Everyone's locked? Yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah, why not? Three wrong answers. Moving right along. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Question number two. Your category isn't sports. Sports fans know that Fernando Tati Sr. set a record when he hit two grand slams in the same inning. What former pitcher who made his debut in 1994 after P- after pitching on the South Korean national team was the victim of both Grand Slams? By the way, two years later, he'd give up Barry Bonds' 71st and 72nd home run in the same game. Locked in. All right, yeah. I guess I'm locked in. All right, Joker, you in as well? Yo, yeah, I'm locked in. Sorry. All right. We're finally getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're heading over to sex country. Here we go. What, sorry, which sexual position, when done improperly, is the leading cause of penile fractures seen in emergency rooms? Damn it. Locked in. (laughs) Why do you know that, sir? I don't know. Well, I don't know either, but I have a strong guess. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> All right. Wagers are locked in. We're going to go question by question through this and get ourselves a champion of the Daddick Horns. Although I think we can all agree Ben is the winner for not having participated in any of this. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, for sure. Trophy. A non-participation trophy, really. what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna go to ben first on all four of these answers to see if he knew any of them. yes i love it (laughs) Uh, which is gonna be interesting because there were three questions all right your category was in television u.s historical figures as strippers appeared on two different sitcoms post 2000 one was abraham lincoln the other was benjamin franklin both of these episodes featured what actress as a member of the ensemble cast? Ben, what was your answer? I'm changing my answer to Martha Washington. Martha Washington. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, you are currently in last place. What was your wager on this question? I sure am. And none of these categories, uh, well, <laughs> sex, I was like, I have no idea where it's going. So none of these categories whoa, necessarily... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> necessarily made me go yes That's i'm betting all Nikki in on that said. one so for some reason like a fucking idiot i decided to choose television so i went all in on television oh 
what was your answer? Well, I reasoned that this might have this very well seemed like something that could have happened on Veep. And then maybe it also happened on the new adventures of old Christine. I don't know, but I locked in with Julia Louis Dreyfus. All right. Ashok, what was your wager here? I wagered a whopping zero because I know very little of television. And your answer? I went Wanda Sykes because I had no clue. Jeff, your wager. Oh, I goose egged this one as well. <laughs> I wasted this question on you three. What was your answer? Uh, Kristen Bell. <laughs> so this actress was on, she was a mid, not a mid season, but like a season two or season three replacement when Jim Halpert went to Nashua. Rashida Jones, god damn it. Oh. And was there for Phyllis's bachelorette party at the office where there was someone who they brought in as Benjamin Franklin, who they thought was a stripper. I don't even remember she that. She then went to Parks and Rec mm-hmm. and gave Leslie her bachelorette party where they hired a wet dream of Leslie's Abraham Lincoln to be a stripper. That's great. Rashida Jones <laughs> is the answer we're That's looking funny. for there. That's great. I, I don't so even remember that office on this category. Yeah. That's a good question. Oh, all right. All right. So we're, we got a two horse race now. Mike is out. It is now 35 to 39. Jeff's got a four point lead as we go into sports. Ben, how much do you know about sports? Uh, less than I know about television. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> sports fans know that Fernando Tati Sr. set a record when he hit two grand slams in the same inning. What former pitcher who made his debut in 1994 after pitching on the South Korean national team was the victim of both Grand Slams. Oh, and two years later, he'd give up Barry Bonds' 71st and 72nd home runs in the same game. Ben, what pitcher did you go with? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. <laughs> good yes. it's a good Famous guy. South Korean. Kevin <laughs> right. Little did you know that he was originally from Korea. <laughs> Mike, what was your wager? Uh, I wagered zero, and um, honestly, I could not remember the pitcher's name, so I just locked in with Park. Mike went with a famous park. Ashok, your answer and your wager. I wagered 20, and both Mike and Jeff know that I am not the biggest baseball fan in the world. Um, But oddly enough, for some reason, I actually think I knew this one only because I remember reading the article about it from years ago. But I went with Park. I think his first name was Chan Ho or something like that. I couldn't remember his first name. That's why I went with Park. Park was the pitcher I went with. Chan Ho Park. Jeff, uh, your wager and your answer. I, I I went twenty. I couldn't name any other South Korean pitchers besides Byung-hyun Kim. So well, you guys basically went with one. the South Korean version but of Smith. I, the more when you said Chan Ho Park, pretty much. I was like, oh, yep, that's it. <laughs> Chan Ho Park is definitely a correct answer. Nicely done to Mike and Ashok on that one. I, I couldn't pull his first name. I was like, it's, it's, I, I knew it was like something Ho, and I couldn't remember, so I just said Park. Well, we're on to question number three. The category is sex. What was Ashok's wager on that one? I wagered 20. 20. 20. Okay, so you got uh, and you got a solid lead. 55 yeah, to 19. The game is locked up for the guy that's not good at trivia. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I Damn it, I wager I I was between TV and sports for the 25. I wagered wrong anyway. Actually, you would have beat me anyway, so didn't And I? I'm pretty much locked into second because I didn't wager everything on Here is your question in the category of sex. Which sexual position, when done improperly, is the leading cause of penile fractions seen penile fractures seen in, in emergency rooms? Mike, your wager and your answer. Uh, I wagered zero, and I figure this has to be reverse cowgirl. 
Jeff, your wager and your answer. 12, and yeah, I, I, I couldn't think of any other that can go so wrong so easily. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, reverse cowgirl. <laughs> your wager and your answer. So I wagered 15, and I debated on this. And I say this only because when I was working in the ER and training, I saw a guy come in with a penile fracture. Uh, yeah, not pleasant. I'm just going to let you know. Not pleasant. Not, not a memory pleasant. I want to relive, ever. Um, but I actually had to study, like, research this because I had to do a presentation on sexual injury for my training. And the two most common forms of injury for a penis as far as I remember from the articles that I read was woman on top, either cowgirl or reverse cowgirl or doggy style. Interestingly, I went with woman on top or cowgirl, but those two are seen as the two top leading causes of penile fractures. So the report that I have actually broke them out separately. You are the, the top two are cowgirl and reverse cowgirl. Reverse cowgirl is what I had though. So yeah. Jeff does get the points that don't matter. Not that really asking. My answer is going to be the treaty of Versailles. <laughs> the correct answer is whatever country england decided to invade yeah right. uh, interestingly the treaty of versailles actually page 74 of the kama sutra <laughs> chris is like and i need more alcohol well uh, <laughs> listen do y'all have fun tonight oh, 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 oh yeah that's great Oh, man, that was a hell of a fun game. Great job to the three of you. Ben, nicely done there as well for, you know, the, the sarcasm is always noted and appreciated here in the Pub Trivia Experience. Whatever it is, <laughs> it was, yes. Yep. Uh, if you do enjoy music and laughing and you have kids, you'll you'll get a kick out of the Dadic Horns. You'll find them wherever you get music. But Ashok, tell them where the best place to find the Dad Bod's music is. So we've got a few different places. We have a band camp, band camp website. Uh, com. If you hunt for us on any music streaming site, so Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube Music, you name it, you find, look for the Dadicorns and look up Sanity is Waning, which is the, the EP title, you will find us. I, I was looking on Napster for you earlier. I couldn't find it, but you know. <laughs> We're not good enough to be on Napster yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll check Kazaa later, but hey. There you go. Wait. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the content that we bring you here on a regular basis. Each and every week, a new episode. If you want to support the work that we do here, uh, best place to do that, patreon.com slash PTEBB. That's your home for all of the bonus content that the Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology brings you throughout the month. Bonus brackets, bonus trivia dropping throughout the, throughout the month right over there. If you can't afford help financial right now, I get it. We've all been there. Uh, do me a favor, five-star rating, write us a positive review. That'd be absolutely awesome of you. But uh, check the show notes if you want our merch store, if you want to get in contact with us through our Discord server, our Facebook group, or any other way of doing it minus snail mail. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up for the Pub Trivia Experience. I have been Chris. I have been Mike. I have been Jeff. And my name is Apuna. He's a bit of Pedalon. It's actually a joke. I continue <laughs> to be Ben in the past, present, and future. We will see you all next week. Have a good one.
I was saying Pocahontas is one that we didn't work into that song or this song. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Nobody's well, gonna miss it. Fuck, because that's a shit yeah. movie. <laughs> and Chicken Little is great yeah. to include. I don't think anybody even got that that was a Chicken Fair. Little reference. No, nobody. <laughs> I didn't know it was a Chicken Little reference until I actually hunted the words down. I was like, "Oh, it's Chicken Little. I'll throw it in there." But mm-mm. nobody cares. <laughs>